What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fired Up Podcast. It's just me today, your boy Cam. And it's going to be a little segment that I'm going to call the Camcast because why not? Uh, Andrew is missing in action today. No worries, but we still wanted to put out um, at least something uh, for you guys to kind of digest this next week. We're trying to get a little bit more consistent um, with putting out episodes like we used to. So it'll be just me today. Um, and I just want to share a few concepts that I've been thinking about lately. Um, the main one being uh, parenting. All right. Now, a lot of you might be thinking that, you know, Cam, you're only 25. What, what do you have to say to me, a parent of, you know, three kids or whatever, right? And that's totally fair. I do not have any kids. I'm not a parent. However, I do find myself being at an age where I'm able to look at the way I was parented and reflect on it and see some of the things that my parents probably thought they were doing good that ended up um, giving me some false mindsets. Uh, and I, I want to start this off by saying my parents are fantastic people. I look up to them in a ton of ways. And you know they provide a very loving household, a safe household, all that good stuff. Um, so absolutely nothing against them whatsoever. I do not need to, you know, go to therapy for my childhood um, or anything like that. But there are a few things I've been kind of just thinking about um, that I think will be useful. So the first thing I kind of want to tell you guys about um, is my childhood. All right, so it was it was pretty easy. Okay. Um, I was always told that I was very loved, which is good. I'm not going to tell you to (laughs) not tell your kids that, but I was also told two things that I think are, are false. Um, the first one being that I was special. Okay. And I'll get into that one a little bit later. And the second one being, um, that I could be anything I wanted to be when I grew up. All right. Now these two things, I'll, I'll tie them together. Um, later on, more towards the end, because uh, I do think there is a relation there that ends up being pretty, pretty bad, pretty toxic later on in life. All right, so um, going back to the whole special principle, um, your kids are going to think that they're going to get a lot of stuff handed to them. And in my life, my my uh, upbringing, I did. You know, again, life was pretty easy. Um, most things I just got by um, by asking. Yeah, I had to do some chores here and there, but life for the most part was uh, was pretty easy. There wasn't really ever a job that I wouldn't get. Granted, they were pretty um, basic jobs, and you know any anything that I put work into, I was pretty highly praised for. Um, even things that I wasn't really good at, I was still told, you know, you have a lot of talent and um, you know, you might be really good at that when clearly I wasn't the main example being soccer. I sucked at soccer a lot, um, and never really realized it. Like I kind of knew it, but not really. Right. Um, so this whole time I'm thinking I'm special. I'm protected the whole time. Um, if something didn't go right, my parents didn't really let me think that I failed. So they, they kind of guarded me in that way, try to not make me feel any pain or suffering or anything like that. And, you know, that comes out of love, right? You don't want your kids to feel pain or discomfort um, because it's not a good feeling. No one likes that. And especially when you have a kid um, that I can't even imagine how much 
parents love their kids, right? So I don't have any of my own yet. Um, but you don't want them to feel any pain at all. Um, so I had a very sheltered kind of childhood. All right. Um, so I didn't really think bad things would happen to me. So I always think, you know, it'll always just work out in the end. There doesn't have to be any effort on my part. And I'll, I'll tell you guys later why that's kind of um, in my head again as I'm, as I'm older now and how it's kind of messing me up a little bit. Um, and then the next part is that I can do anything. This is just not true at all, right? You like to think if you, your kid is young enough, um, they're kind of like a blank slate and whatever they put their mind to, they're just going to be able to achieve no matter what. Um, but that's just not true. And I think it's actually kind of harmful because as your kid gets older, they're going to have certain interests and things that they love to do. Um, but if they think this whole time that they can be whatever they want, it might lead to a little bit of confusion. So in my case, I'm thinking, okay, I can literally be whatever I want to be. And it wasn't really prefaced with, you have to work at it. All right? And I think that's where maybe the mistake um, was made. So I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, whatever I want to do, I'll just naturally be able to get. And keep in mind at the same time, I'm kind of getting handed a lot of things in life. So I'm just kind of thinking, okay, whatever I want, I just tend to get, I don't need to put much effort in. And a lot of you can already kind of see how that's going to end up not being good as you become an adult um, and you enter the real world, right? Um, One thing I would suggest you tell your kids instead of telling them that they are special is that you you make it seem that they're only special to you because the world does not think your kid is special whatsoever. And I know a lot of you probably know that already. Um, But with my upbringing, I just thought, oh, everyone's going to love me everyone's going to think I'm special and that I'm this unique person. And now I'm really starting to realize like, wow, that is not true at all. You have to make something of yourself to become special. You have to work at it um, to really, um, to really stand out, especially in the workplace, right? Um, You're, if you're one of 30 applicants, you better stick out in some drastic way. Um, If not, you're just, you know, they're going to just delete your application and move on to the next one. Um, you essentially have to make your kids have something to offer. All right. So, so how do we do that? Um, the first thing I would suggest you guys do is have them see you do challenging things. All right. So when I was younger, um, my mom used to do marathons Now I was much younger. Right. Um, and I always thought that was kind of cool. She's running, you know, 26.2 miles, that's pretty awesome. Like that's not an easy thing to do whatsoever. My dad was a hard worker. I saw that as well. Um, but some of that stuff kind of faded as I got older. All right. And I, you know, again, I saw maybe some complacency on their part. Um, I just, I took it that way. Maybe it's not what they were doing, but nevertheless, I kind of had this mindset of, you know, you just got to relax and just enjoy your life, have some downtime, all that good stuff, which is necessary, but it it should not be your primary mode of being whatsoever. So you have them watch you do hard stuff, but then invite them into that. All right. There's um, a great concept by David Goggins. It's called the cookie jar. And every time that you do something really challenging or difficult, um, some goal that you've set up and you finally accomplish it, 
you put that cookie in your cookie jar. So the next time you're doing something really challenging that you're kind of like, man, I don't know if I can make it through this. You can look back on all your cookies and be like, you know, I've done this when I didn't think I could do it. I did that last year. I didn't think I'd make it through that. Um, and it kind of gives your kids some confidence, right? In high school, I, I didn't have any. I, I had no cookies in my cookie jar. I had no reason to believe myself, no reason to think that I could do challenging things um, at all. And part of that is me. You know, I was a pretty lazy kid. And this is kind of where um, your kid thinking they're special and they can do anything comes into play. Um, they're going to essentially feel like they're in the middle of the ocean in a canoe. There's going to wait for something to come to them um, when really they got to start paddling somewhere. Um, There's no direction with that. Okay, so in my mind, I have all these options of what I can do and where I can go, um, but without realizing that I need an oar to actually start paddling somewhere. I'm just waiting for, you know, a tide to bring me into a certain way and for things to just start happening for me. Um, and you end up not doing anything and you just start coasting through life and years and years and years can go by and you're not figuring out who you are and what you're good at at all. Um, and that's another thing uh, that I kind of have been thinking about too. Um, you know, now I'm kind of in like my mid twenties trying to figure out what I really want to do for my, my career. Um, and I have to realize what I'm good at. All right. So when I was younger, a lot of people would just say, Oh, Hey, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. You'll get there. Like you'll learn, but that's, that's not helpful. Like you, you guys got to realize as parents, you know, your kids really, really well, you know what they're good at and you know what they're bad at. All right. Like if your kid sucks at soccer and they don't really enjoy it, don't have them keep doing soccer, have them find something they're good at and double down on that. When I was um, in grade school, I always went over my grades with my parents and they had me work on my weaknesses. I mean, obviously your kidneys know how to count and stuff, right? So make sure they know how to do that stuff. But they never took my strengths and said, hey, do those more and become excellent at them. Um, Because now I've had to kind of figure that out on my own, you know, reflecting on my time with Orange Theory thinking, okay, I really loved that job and I was really good at it too. What did I like about it? And why was I good at that? I have, I'm kind of processing that um, now being removed from it a little bit. Um, and, and, and this isn't to say, you know, don't love your kids. Don't treat them like they are special because they, they are special to you. Um, but you also want to make sure that you're teaching them that life is not just going to happen for them. All right. They have to make these skills um, and disciplines actually become something and, and offer something to the world. And hopefully what they're offering is something they also love as well. And it's also something that the world is going to need. Um, so to kind of, to kind of wrap this up, I suppose, um, a few, a few key points is you have to let your kids know that they are special to you. Um, but if they do want to go anywhere in life, they got to work for it. Um, and that's where that foundational discipline comes into play, where they just do hard stuff. Um, there was actually another um, family we knew growing up. They're the two uh, the two kids I was friends with in that family. They would always complain how their dad was really disciplined, like weird things, like wouldn't let them um, 
take showers longer than like five minutes and then he would turn the water cold. Um, even if they were up the night before really late, he would still get them up at like 6 a.m. and make them work. Well, those two kids are real successful right now because they had that discipline built in and their parents made them work um, at, at everything, whether it was yard work, school work, extracurricular stuff. Um, there were those guidelines like, hey, you aren't going to go anywhere in this world unless you work for it. Um, I think that's something that maybe I was missing a little bit um, in my upbringing. Um, next thing is have them see you do tough things that you aren't even sure you can do. Um, that's not only going to help you, but also them. Um, whenever you do something that's really challenging, it's going to build up your confidence and your discipline, but you're also going to be setting the standard for your family. All right, your kids are always observing you and always watching you. And if they think like, wow, my, my parents are, you know, they're getting up early, they're physically disciplined, mentally disciplined, they're going to think that's the standard and that's how you should act. All right, but if you if you just show that you have no discipline and you're just kind of lounging through life and you're complacent, they're going to think that's the way you should be as an adult and it's not going to serve them at all. Um again, I'm I'm not a parent. <laughs> so if any of you parents out there want to want to message me on on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that, um I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um but you know, just the past few weeks, I've been I've been kind of thinking like why why am I struggling with uh you know not getting certain jobs I thought I'd be a really good fit for um, why are things not working out the way I thought they would and I realized I'm like I for some reason I think I'm unique but there isn't anything about me that makes me unique and I I would actually like to share one more thing with you guys um, so recently oh about a month ago it was my birthday and. The past couple birthdays, actually, I've had this thought. Um, I've been thinking, why should I be celebrated? And I know that with my family and Abby, my friends, you know, they all love me, and and that's that's great. That, that's a little different, though. Um, they're they're gonna love you probably no matter what. But I want to get to a point where I'm proud of myself enough that I truly feel like I should be celebrated. And, and there might be a little bit of um, unhealthy self-criticism in that, but I also think that's a pretty good concept that you should earn your right to be celebrated. Um, why should you be celebrated for being on this planet? Get At least make sure that you can give yourself a reason because your family and friends, they don't need a reason. They're going to love you no matter what. Um, but I think it would do a lot of good for you guys. If you could truly say to yourself, you know, I deserve to be celebrated because I've accomplished these things and this is who I am, what, whatever that means for you. Um, so yeah, I just want to give a little short episode, a few thoughts that I've been having um, the past couple weeks. As always, feel free to give me, you know, me and Andrew a review on, uh, on iTunes always helps us out. Um, and yeah, hopefully next week uh, you'll get both me and Andrew. Um, again, unfortunately, Andrew couldn't make it today. He had some some stuff come up, but we just wanted to give you guys uh, some anyway. So yeah, you guys have an awesome rest of your day. And just think about, you know, how are you raising your kids? Who are they becoming? Because you are having a huge, huge influence on them. All right, we'll see you later.